Welcome back to another episode of A Billion People, One Emotion. Your one place for knowledge on Indian cricket. Indian cricket had come to a standstill when the IPL was halted halfway. But now, Indian cricket is back and it's back with a bang. What could be a bigger game than the World Test Championship final to start off proceedings? On the 18th to the 22nd, at the AGS Bowl in Southampton, India take on New Zealand to play in the finals of the World Test Championship. The first World Test Championship. Cricket, the gentleman's game, wasn't meant to be played in the ODI or the T20 formats. Cricket in its purest form is Test Cricket. However, the world has seen T20 internationals and ODIs World Cups before seeing the Test World Cup. Clive Lloyd of West Indies held the first ODI World Cup back in 1975 during the Prudential World Cups. MS Dhoni of India held the first T20 International World Cup back in 2007. And now the time has come for Virat Kohli of India or Kane Williamson of New Zealand to make history and be the first captain to lift the Test Championship. If the World Cup was played back in the day, I have no doubt in my mind that Bradman's Invincibles would have held the cup high for the world to see. But the competition of the modern era is much higher than that of what it used to be. India and New Zealand both have their own fortes and will go to war on the 18th of June. Let's take a look at how we've come to this point and the history of the WTC. The ICC ran into a barrage of problems while planning to host this tournament known as the World Test Championship. After a long wait, the WTC was set to be held in the 2019-2021 cycle and all teams were steaming to go. The top four contenders were without any doubt Australia, India, New Zealand and England. The WTC kicked off with the biggest rivalry in the history of cricket, the Ashes, and what a series that was. From Smith's heroic comeback into Test cricket, to Broad's dismembering of Warner's batting, to Snokes' miracle at Headingley, and to Australia retaining the urn. The tournament went on in high spirits, with India dominating the championship. And then came in the pandemic. Cricket as we knew came to a standstill. The world as we knew it came to a standstill. And no one knew what the future held for the WTC. The ICC finally came to a decision to change the system from a points-based one to a percentage-based one in order to accommodate for the series is not played because of the pandemic. This caused India to be displaced from the throne at the top of the points table. To have a shot at reaching the finals, India had to beat Australia in their own backyard and then England back home, which looked to be an impossible feat. Australia looked strong. They had Smith, Warner back and an informed Labushain. And... Of course, one of the most bowling lethal attacks in world cricket with Hazelwood, Cummins, Stark and of course, the spin legend Nathan Lyon. More importantly, India had never beaten a full-strength Aussie side while playing in Australia. The last time they played, Australia were without their main batsman. This was an even tougher task for the men in blue because they lacked the services of Virat Kohli after the first test and Ishan Sharma. Over the course of the series, India lost most of its squad due to injuries, but managed to do something no one had ever done in over three decades. They beat an Aussie side at the Gabba to secure the series. After which, beating England was quite easy with Akshar Patel and Ashwin's magic. New Zealand, on the other hand, had an easy task to qualify. They had to beat Pakistan and West Indies, which of course they did easily to cruise into the finals. Now, could the circumstances have been different? Well, yes, of course. If Nathan Lyon hadn't missed the easiest run-out opportunity at Headingley, if Tim Smain Payne had been smart with his reviews, 
if Hanuma Vihari had walked off at the SCG after getting injured, if the Aussies had torn the tortillas, if England weren't so insistent on the rotation policy, it might not have been an India-New Zealand final. It could have been an England-Australia one. India and New Zealand have worked the hard yards to reach the final, but still have an uphill battle to be the first ever to set hands on the, tro- on the trophy. India has won the Test Maze five years in a row, while New Zealand have defeated India in their last series 2-0. The competition is evenly poised. Both teams are at full strength and on Newton ground and on conditions that don't favour either team. New Zealand, though, do have the upper hand, having played two tests in England against England before facing India. Southampton weather forecast suggests cloudy weather conditions, which of course do favour the lethal pace bowling attack of which New Zealand possess. Southampton has tracks which spin the most in all of England, which should give India high hopes. But also, on the other hand, they give New Zealand low hopes because they lack a quality spinner. As you can see, it's quite evident that the sides are well matched, while New Zealand have the world's best pace attack, consisting of Bolt, Wagner, Jameson and Saudi, India have the be- best spin attack consisting of Ashwin and Jadeja. New Zealand has a strong batting lineup with Latham, Conway, Williams and Taylor, while India have a star-studded lineup with Rohit, Kohli, Pujara and Rahane. On one side, New Zealand extend their tail with Jameson and Watling, whereas India rely on the services of Jadeja and Pant. Looking at both star-studded sides, this is going to be the greatest game ever played. Well, moving forward, taking into consideration weather conditions, forecasts, and past performances, I predict the 11 to be as followed. For India, I believe Rohit Sharma and Shubman Gill will open the batting. There is a chance of Mayank Agarwal coming in, but consist- considering his poor recent form in Test cricket, Shubman Gill seems to fit the bill. The middle order is going to be the same as ever. The greedy Pujara, the mastermind Kohli, and the greedy Rahane. To, ke- to end the batting, of course, Rishabh Pant, the maestro of the Australian heist, and the inform and the main man, Ravindra Jareja. As the bowlers can- uh, go on, we see Ravichandra Ashwin taking the position of the spinner, and Mohammad Shami, Ishan Sarma, and Jaspreet Bumrah completing the pace trio. It's a pretty uh, all-round squad, and it's pretty balanced. Should give a tough, tough fight to any side that ever comes past them. New Zealand, on the other hand, opened with Tom Latham and Devon Conway. Devon Conway recently scored a double century on debut at Lords, so we believe that he will make his debut. Williamson, Taylor, Nichols, Watling, the middle order, the strong middle order. It'll be tough to bowl them out in any conditions. Kyle Jameson comes in at 7. Now, the 8th spot is up for contention. We don't know if New Zealand will play a spinner or not. They might not and they might extend their batting, but, or, or they might get in the Grand Home or Darren Mitchell. But if they will play a spinner, and I think they will because it's Southampton and the track spins, they will have to make a tough choice between Mitchell Santner and Ajaz Patel. Ajaz Patel is by far in easily their best spinner, but Mitchell Santner adds great depth to their batting. So, which way will they go? If I were to choose, I'd say Ajaz Patel. But, then again, Michel Santner might just get a chance. The last three are Saudi, Wagner and Bolt to form the most lethal pace attack on Earth right now. The competition is tied and the result could be of any of the three options. But there are two X-Factor players from each of the sides whose performance could be the difference between a win and a loss. India's X-Factor has to be none other than the prolific Rishabh Pant who guided them to victory in Australia. 
New Zealand's X-Factor, on the other hand, is Devon Conway, who, as I mentioned before, scored a double hundred on debut at Lords. This is going to be one hell of a game to watch. And you better not miss it. So stay tuned for more episodes on A Billion People, One Emotions. And we will see you after the final of the World Test Championship.